Hey, 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 everyone, this is Landon Dillon, and you are listening to the Steadfast Devotion Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is John Calvin Chance. Today, we have a special guest doing our Fiery Five, Landon Dillon. Landon is a licensed minister under the United Pentecostal Church International and a evangelist based out of First Pentecostal Church of Wichita, Kansas. This man teaches Bible studies, wins souls, and is totally devoted towards God. You should be ready for a treat because today he is going to be discussing on faithful wounds. Well, everyone, I'm glad to be here today and thankful to John Calvin Chance and Trey Cornwell for asking me to uh, speak to you guys about a Fiery Five devotional. Um, Excited to share the Word of God with you today. Uh, Let's go ahead and jump on in. Proverbs 27 and verse 6. It says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. So I want to talk to you all about faithful wounds. Uh, when I had first gotten in church, oh, probably about six, seven years ago, I had started going to the youth department. And this is after I had the Holy Ghost, but I was still kind of a messed up guy, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't, I wasn't Jesus all the way, you know what I mean? And I had gone to the youth department, I was going to different uh, uh, classes, going to the, the, the Friday night uh, youth events, going to the Wednesday night youth uh, events, you know, doing the church stuff. And I made it some mistakes. I had uh, said some dumb things. I had done done some dumb things. And I'm not going to go into detail about what I did. But I had actually gotten in a lot of trouble. And I'd gotten uh, removed from the youth department. And I had, I had a wound on the inside. You know, I felt like that the church did not want me. I felt like the church did not want me in the youth department. I felt unwanted and I felt hurt. I felt wounded. And through that wound, I had actually, since I was no longer going to youth, I kept going to church for a little while. And there was a man by the name of Jonathan Bankins. And, of course, there was also a man, my pastor, my bishop, Bishop Morell Cornwell. And I had gone to them, and I had talked to Brother Bankins. And I told him, hey, you know, I, I don't know if you're aware of this happening. Now, keep in mind that this guy was the youth secretary of our district at this time. And, of course, our bishop was my pastor, so they, had to, they needed to be in the know about what was going on. And I talked to them, and I said, you know, I had gotten kicked out of youth. I don't know if you knew this, but I was told I can't go to any events, can't go to NAYC, can't go to, go, I can't go to youth camp, I can't do any of this. And I, I was a brand-new Christian, a young person, and I needed these events to hold on to. And this wound had brought me to a mentor and to a pastor that had decided to fight for me and say, you know what, we need to give this kid another chance. We need to give this guy another chance. We need to to bring him into the church and show him what the love of Christ really is. And I had learned that my wounds can either just be wounds and get me out of the house of God, or they can be wounds and get me into the house of God. They can be wounds that can lead me towards Christ. Now, what I do want to say is I want to kind of go into the scripture a little bit. Cain and Abel were brothers, okay? And sometimes your brothers aren't always going to be nice to you. Uh, I, I, like I said, I had gotten wounded, and that wound had led me to a mentor, which led me to Christ and led me to where I'm at e- even now. 
but Cain had gotten a heart problem. He was angry with Abel over some sacrifices and doing what was right. And they were all up in the, you know, in the field and Abel was doing his thing and Cain came to talk to him and and uh, Cain slew Abel. Well, you know, the wounds that Abel and Cain had caused in their mother's and father's life, Adam and Eve didn't have to forgive Cain. They didn't have to move on. They could have got bitter, never had any more kids, but they didn't get bitter. You know what they did is they had another child named Seth, and then it says in the Bible that after Seth, men began to call on the name of the Lord again. So that faithful wound, they chose to make that wound something more than just hurt. They chose to make that wound uh, something that would lead them to having another child, having something that would produce life, and that life led to people having revival. So I have to ask you guys, is your wounds making you have revival? Or are your wounds causing you to fall? Are your wounds letting you learn, giving you wisdom, giving you instruction, moving you forwards in God? Or are you letting your wounds drag you down? Wounds are going to happen. Hurt is going to come. But what you choose, or what you decide, excuse me, you decide how your wounds are going to affect you. You decide how your wounds and your hurt and your problems are going to affect you. You can choose they're going to affect me and bring me to success or they're going to affect me and bring me to failure. They're going to affect me and, and, and leave me bitter and, and heartbroken and I'm never going to get over it. Or they can lead you to getting on your knees and praying and getting in the spirit and getting healing and getting life again. One last, uh, one, two more examples. Joseph in chapter 37 of Genesis, if you want to turn with me wherever you are, if you're in your car, obviously you can't turn with me, but bless you anyway. Amen. Um, Genesis chapter 37 says that Joseph was hurt by his brothers, okay? It says that he was betrayed by his brothers. Amen, somebody? Amen. All right, so it says that Joseph had a dream, okay? His, his brothers didn't like the dream. And after he had the dream, it says that his brethren sold him into slavery. They threw him in a pit, okay? They took his coat. They, they got some blood on the coat. They gave it to his dad, said, look, your, your son's dead forever. He's gone. And then they sold Joseph into slavery in that same moment, okay? And then Joseph was, went to Potiphar's house, became a servant. He was accused of rape. He got thrown into a prison. He had a lot of bad things happen to him, all because his brothers betrayed him. Remember, our topic scripture says, faithful are the wounds of a friend. Faithful are the wounds of a brother, okay? Well, if he wouldn't have been hurt by his brethren, he would not have gone into Egypt. He would not have preserved his family, his nation, Egypt, and all of the world from famine and destruction. And we may not even be here today. But because he did not let his wounds uh, bury him beneath uh, the pressure of his family, because he did not allow those wounds to bury him, he was able to be a success. Are you going to let your wounds bury you? Are you going to let them carry you into saving your family? Are you going to let your wounds carry you into saving the nations? One last example, Jesus. He's praying in the garden, chapter 14 uh, of, of Mark. He's praying in the garden, and some things get kind of crazy, okay? His, his, his best friends, Peter, John, all of them, they're there with him in the garden, except one of his friends that was very, very close to him, Judas. Judas had gone to the Pharisees, gave the, they gave him some silver, 30 pieces to be exact, 
and that silver um, was a sign of betrayal, okay? And Judas comes in the garden in verse 43 of uh, Mark 14 and says, And immediately, while he yet spake, cometh Judas, one of the twelve, and with him a great multitude with swords and staves, from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. And he that betrayed him gave them a token, saying, "If I, Whoever I kiss, that's the one I'm going to betray. Or that's the one you're looking for. Well, anyway, he comes out of, the, of, of these woods in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he kisses Jesus. Jesus is God in the flesh, all-knowing, all-powerful, everything. He knows that he's being betrayed in that moment, and that's one of his brothers. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. That friend kissed him and betrayed him, and he looked at him and said, You betrayed the Son of Man with a kiss? You betrayed me with, 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 with your love? And, I, and, and he forgave him. And then the Bible says in that same chapter, just a few verses later, you can go look at it, says that all of them forsook and fled. Peter is the only man that followed him into the trial with the Pharisees. Everybody else left and went into hiding. All of his brothers fled. He was betrayed. He was hurt. He was broken. He had some wounds. But those wounds became faithful because he carried those wounds to the cross and said, I'm going to bury the wounds at the cross and I'm going to give them salvation in return. They can hurt me, but I'm going to give them grace. They can hurt me, but I'm going to give them love. They can hurt me, but I'm going to give them kindness. Make your wounds faithful. Choose to let your wounds benefit you instead of break you. Are your wounds faithful today? Have you prayed about it? Have you asked God to help you overcome and instead be a Christian and be in Christ-like love about your wounds? Come on, somebody. Be faithful in your wounds. Don't let them break you. Let them make you. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and pray as we close this out. Lord God, Lord, I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your anointing. I thank you, God, for your word. I pray, Jesus, that this word would be ingrained in the hearts of men and women everywhere. I pray, God, that this word would be steadfast in every person's spirit. I pray, God, that it would raise them up. I pray that they would learn to carry their wounds in a way that will make them better and not bitter. God, help them to arrange those letters where it says better and not bitter. God, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you strengthen every person under the sound of my voice right now, wherever they are in this nation or in this world. Let them feel your presence. Let them feel you. Let them feel your strength and your peace and your love. Carry them, God, to the othermost. I love you, Jesus, and I thank you, God, for what you just did and what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Landon, for joining us today on A Fiery Five. Thank you, guys, for having me. Don't forget to check us out on all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And also our podcasting platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever you get your podcasts. Before we end out, we just got three things to say. You have purpose. God bless.